Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Portions of the following program may contain pre-recorded material. Welcome, dear friends, to the Manhood Hour. Today we're going to do something a little bit differently because we've got one of our few repeat guests. Why? Well, because of the answer to a very vexing question. We created this hour every week because it is indisputable that there is a war on the classic values of masculinity and what it means to be a man. And... As such, we have to answer the question, what are we going to do about it? Are we just going to listen to one hour of radio or a video podcast every week? Or are we going to do something about it? Our guest for today is an unusual example of somebody who is not a philosopher, he's not a politician, he's not an author, he's not paid to comment, but he decided to stand up to be heard and to push back. A couple of years ago, there was a completely obnoxious advertisement from the massive company that is Gillette that was an assault on, on just men in general. Our good friend Chris Coles did a fabulous parody on his site, Mr. Reagan. Somebody else decided to do a serious response to that frontal attack on everything we hold sacred in what it means to be a man. And I'm just going to play the whole thing right now because the perfect introduction for our return guest. Play video. What is a man? Is a man brave? Is a man a hero? Is a man, is a man a protector? Is a man vulnerable? Is a man disposable? Is a man broken? Is a man trying? We see the good in men. If you watch the whole video, you'll be mildly discombobulated at the end because you'll have listened to those questions, read the statistics that I'll, I'll give you right now, and then you'll see a sign at the end, Egard watches, and you'll go, hang on a second, nobody sold me a watch there, w what's going on? Well, it's because of the man who made that video. He's been on this show several times, and he's an example of what we all need to do. The founder, the CEO of Egard Watches, Ilan Sarulovich. Welcome back to the Manhood Hour. Thank you. I'm always happy to be on here. 
So, Ilan, uh, for those who are listening on radio and not watching the, the video, I just want to read the shocking statistics that you included in that video visually. It starts off with um, 93% of all workplace fatalities are men. 97% of all fatalities in war are men. 79% of homeless single individuals are men. And then we have 80% of all suicides are men. And 79% of homicide victims are men. These aren't statistics from Breitbart or Salem. These are from you know, left-wing organizations or official NGOs, the World Health Organization, so on and so forth. Uh, let me, before we talk about who you are, remind people of, of you know, what you do today. I have to ask you, why did you feel compelled? You're, you're not at a conservative think tank. You're not a politician. Why did Ilan Cyrilovich make that video? I think I got to a point where, honestly, it was the Gillette video was the straw that broke the camel's back. But I'd seen this rhetoric going on for a long time, just vilifying men. And, you know, the, the end result was already starting to display itself at that time. It's gotten worse since then. But we saw the decay of masculinity. We saw the decay of fatherhood. And it's just having a tremendous, tremendous impact on society. And so if people don't start speaking up, whether it's me, whether it's someone else, we're just going to keep going down that road. So I figured at this philosophy, if, if one person opens the door for other people to walk through it, then it becomes easier for every subsequent person. And I figured if no one's willing to put out an ad right now, if toxic masculinity is the standardized kind of mo motto going out to the world, then someone has to counter it. No one's doing it, so I'm just going to do it. And, and the reason I use my watch uh, platform is because it's my biggest platform. My company something I've spent years building. We had a good following. And I knew that people would see it if I put it through my company, not just as an individual. Because Gillette did the ad as a company. It had to be responded to from a company. Okay, so I'm very curious because I'm not, a, I'm not really a businessman. Um, I'm just a, a guy in front of a microphone and a TV camera. I'm a, a national security wonk. Uh, former professor. So I, I'd like you to walk us through, and, and the millions of people listening and watching, because <laughs> this is unusual. This is really quite shocking that somebody is really, you know, in today's cancel culture, risking everything. When you see the, the, the woman who was just about to become the CEO of Levi Strauss, uh, you know, the mm -hmm. gene company, say, hang on a second, women should not be competing against men in sports who are pretending to be women, and then she gets fired. Can you break down in minute detail how you made this decision? Because you're a successful guy. You come from Hollywood. In, in a um, kind of tribute to your father, you create this watch company making beautiful watches. I, I own several of them. And then you see the assault on manhood it's not part of your day job how do you decide that i'm going to risk whether anybody else is going to cancel my company or buy my watches and say damn it i'm going to make this video how 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 did you make that decision ilan well i'm not gonna lie i was i was scared to do it i thought it could destroy my company there's definitely an element of fear there we're fed this narrative over and over and over that your life will be ruined if you do this your life will be ruined if you say this and so we've learned to self-censor. And I got to a point, I'm the type of person who will not self-censor. I don't believe that fear should be a deterrent to do something. Fear is often an indication that you should look at the thing you're scared of and see if you should face it. And so we've really done that. We've inverted the virtues that have historically made us great. We've inverted things like courage and we put it at the bottom of the list and put safety or self-protection at the top of the list. Those are not virtues. Fortitude is a virtue. Courage yeah. is a virtue. Yeah. Standing in the face of adversity. And so I sat there, I said, what kind of person do I want to be? And I, I made this company for my father. He's the thing I cherish most. And in honor of everything he's sacrificed for me over the years, am I going to sit here and self-censor? Am I going to use the thing I built for him for the thing that we both believe in, which is standing up for truth? And so, I, I, honestly, for me, it wasn't a decision. I just felt super compelled to do it. I couldn't. I was arguing with people. I was just doing weird things that were wasting my time. And I said, this is my biggest platform. Yeah. I have to start speaking truth into my biggest platform.
Right. Well, I want to know what the uh, response has been, what the consequences have been for you. We are talking with Ilan Cyrilovich. He is the founder, the CEO of the superb company Egard Watches, egardwatches.com. Uh, you are listening to the Manhood Hour with me, Sebastian Gorka. If you missed our trip to the Holy Land last year with 350 of our listeners, it was amazing. Don't worry. We've planned our next trip. We are going on a cruise, a Patriots cruise to Alaska, June 29th to July 6th. Register now for the trip of a lifetime with me, my muse, Katie, Jennifer Horn, and maybe a couple of surprise guests and just lots of patriots like you. We will be just reveling in the majesty of God's creation in Alaska, talking geopolitics and what it's going to take to take back our nation from the extremists. Find out all the details. Book today at sebgorka.com. That's the Patriots Alaska Cruise, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A. Just look for the picture of me and the beautiful scenery of Alaska. If you enjoy the Manhood Hour, make sure you are subscribed to our podcast, whichever platform you prefer. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. Leave us a five-star review and share the links with your friends. And if you stand with President Trump, the true alpha male, we've got a special Christmas bundle for you on our website. Site, the Trump 2024 yard sign mug and the I stand with 45 flag. Get yours today in a bundle. Special offer at SebGorkaStore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A Store.com. And please support him directly at DonaldJTrump.com. Greetings. I'm Dr. Sebastian Gorka, and I'm excited to share with you a groundbreaking opportunity in the artificial intelligence industry that stands resilient amidst the Sam Altman upheavals. Enter Versus AI and its pioneering genius platform. The AI sector has been largely dominated by large language models like those at OpenAI. Versus AI is charting a new course. The Genius Platform isn't just riding the AI wave, it's reshaping it, drawing inspiration from the intricate biological processes of nature. Don't miss this potential breakout company. Be part of the AI revolution. Versus AI, with its commitment to innovative solutions, is poised to remain a leader in the dynamic world of artificial intelligence. As AI becomes increasingly central to our future, the potential of Genius's platform to enhance your investment portfolio is immense. We invite you to be part of this exciting journey. Discover the power of Genius at emcversus.com. Versus is publicly traded with the symbol VRSSF. That's VRSSF. The following is a paid advertisement sponsored by Versus AI. Salem is not an investment advisor, and this is not a solicitation or recommendation by Salem to buy or sell any securities. Salem and Dr. Gorka are being paid $85,000 to carry this ad on its radio and podcast network. Salem does not endorse any investment product, and you should check with your personal financial advisor before investing. Christmas is almost upon us. Hopefully, you are on the nice list, and hopefully, you have um, completed or are getting ready to complete your Christmas shopping for your loved ones. Can I add one more person to your nice list? Uh, here's audio from a little boy called Joseph, who has a father in prison, and thanks to people like you, he has received a Christmas gift under the Prison Fellowship Program of Angel Tree. Let's have a listen. I will write to my dad about what it what happened. And one Christmas gift I got from Angel Tree was a drawing pad. That was my favorite I got. I also got paint and colored pencils. I knew he knew what I wanted, and he got the right thing. My name's Joseph, and I love Angel Tree. I'm Joseph, and I love Angel Tree. More than one and a half million children in America today are without a mother or father because they are in prison. They're vulnerable, truly vulnerable. More than two-thirds of them will end up in prison themselves. Let's break that cycle. Let's make them feel a little bit more loved today. $25 guarantees a gift for them on behalf of their mother and father with a note from that parent and a children's Bible. Be a Christmas angel. $125 is five children who will feel that little bit more love this Christmas. $250 is 10 children. Will you give as much as you can? You could be saving a life. Call in your Christmas contribution, your donation to 888-206-2794. Or just go to our website and click on the Angel Tree banner at the top. That is 888 888- 206-2794 or just go to S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A-Sebgorka.com and the Angel Tree banner. 
So I have to ask, you've done several videos like this. We're going to show one more amazing one about being becoming a father. What's been the response? Has it negative effect, negatively affected your business? Has it affected your friendships? Uh, I, I'm just curious. You know, you're standing for the truth and pushing back on this assault on masculinity. How has it changed things for you, Ilan? So I've, I've seen a tremendously positive response. I mean, sure, there's haters out there, but the truth is if you don't feed the trolls, then they just disappear over time. And they'll try and do whatever they can do. But the reality is that there's a majority of people who feel the same way as we do. They're just not you know, comfortable speaking up. And, and so when you speak up for them, they'll reach out and they'll support you. And it's been tremendously positive. Has it cost me some friends along the way? Sure, but those people were probably never my friend to begin with, because if they can't have a basic dialogue anymore, then they're not someone I need in my life. And so, I mean, that's just a sign of the times that our ability to have conversations has devolved to that point. But again, tremendously positive response, not just from men, but from countless women, mothers, uh, wives. Who well, spoke I'm out curious, said, well, what are they saying to you? Because I had this fascinating discussion with my, my son um, at the weekend in front of his girlfriend, and we were talking about exactly this issue. And we said, how do we expand upon this manhood hour? I want to have a, a Twitter space with young men and talk about what's happening to them. And you know what my son said? He said, Dad, wh why are you only going to talk to men? You, you can't solve this if you're not talking to the women at the same time. And I was kind of like gobsmacked. And then I thought about it for a moment. And I said, you know what? You're right. Because if I only talk to men, then I'm kind of adding to the tension, right? We're kind of splitting people off. We're not, we're not coming together. So I'm curious, what, what were the, the, the women saying to you who reacted to your video and your stance? Yeah, almost equal numbers to the men who reached out. In fact, it might, it might have been equal numbers in terms of the people who actually emailed us and the people who, who commented. Uh, just like I said, mothers, wives who see the sacrifices that their husbands have made, their fathers have made, they worry about the future for their children, for their young boys. And so there's a tremendous amount of support. I've always said this. There's no, there shouldn't be some kind of competition yeah. on suffering. This isn't meant to be a competition. This is meant for us to lift each other up. It's the same reason I'll speak out for women. And I want them to speak out for us. It should be a collaboration. We should be trying to make everything better for everyone. It's just an odd dynamic that they've tried to pitch this. You know, if you look at the left and the way they play identity politics, they right. pitched it as a competition. It's us versus them. Right. It really isn't. There's tremendous support. Would you say a little bit about, we talked about it the first time you came on, but that was a long time ago. Talk about, I mean, I'm a watch geek. My, my dad was into quality watches. He had this beautiful mm -hmm. um, Anycar super diver that kind of shaped my love of, of work watches or what, what do they call them, tool watches. Um, mm -hmm. why, why did you, an actor a producer, decide you're going to honor your father by making watches. Would you explain that dynamic? I love it. Sure. Well, I always love the idea that you wear a watch with you wherever you go. You could get someone a car even, which is far more expensive, but they're going to get out of the car when they get to the destination. They're going to a watch. is something you can wear to every major event in your life. It'll be a part of you. Kind of like it adopts your soul a little bit over time, and then you pass it down to people you care about or pass it up to people you care about. And in this case, I'd been actually looking for a watch from my father for a long time. I wanted to get him something really special because I'd been through a really rough childhood in numerous ways. I had health issues. I went through a rough phase. And my dad just always stood by me. He's the perfect example of everything that should be highlighted about masculinity. He's a what, real was he, was he a watch guy or were you trying to make him a watch guy? So, well, he liked watches. He was never into like soup. He always liked unique watches and they were always super expensive. And so... Even till today, one of the main things he says is don't just make another watch. Make a watch that's for us. Make something that's unique. And I often make these crazy designs, but they're the things my dad likes. And so we make watches we want to wear. Uh, there's a passion behind it, and that's why they look so different. That's why there's not many other companies making watches that look like my watches. <laughs> uh, hate it or love it, you know what I mean? Oh, but, yeah. Uh, so that, that's the dynamic behind the brand. It's really just about the relationship and bond between my father and I. And there's a, there's a sad element here, too, like... So I've always been a little bit obsessed with the idea of being limited, of the fact that one day I'll, I'll die, the people I love will, will die. And when I was 10 years old, I was laying in bed crying, and my dad came into the room. He said, why are you crying? And I said, because I know one day you'll be gone. And he's like, you have plenty years before that happens. And then when he was turning 65, 
that was kind of like a, a snapback to that moment of, of being a kid. I was like, my dad's getting older. You know, how many more wonderful years do I have with my father? And so that was the inspiration behind it. I wanted to mark how special our relationship is. I wanted something that would be eternal, something that we could keep passing down. Uh, and so that's really the inspiration behind the brand. It's a beautiful, beautiful idea. It's a beautiful tribute. Um, some of the, the most precious things I have are, are the things my father treasured, his watch, mm. his pen collection, a little crucifix he, he carved when he was in, in prison in communist Hungary. Um, th these things matter. Uh, please ch check out, let's just check it out right now. Ch go to egardwatches.com. This is the manhood hour, but maybe you can pay tribute to your father, a loved one. That's E-G-A-R-D, egardwatches.com. You're listening to the manhood hour. Make sure you never miss anything we provide for you here, including the breaking news on the regular parts of the show by following me, on all social media platforms. We are everywhere that matters. Just look for Seb Gorka or Sebastian Gorka on True Social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Parler, Getter, Telegram. A unique content written by me and direct access to me can be found at my Substack. That's SebastianGorka.substack.com. That's my whole name is one word, SebastianGorka.substack.com. And don't forget, you can watch this show as well. If you're listening on radio, uh, check out the America First platform on your Roku, your Fire Stick device, or just get the Salem News Channel app. Whether it's the regular Hellcat or whether it's the compensated RDP with that miniature red dot, I love them all. How did it take so long to invent a factory compensated subcompact 9mm? Well, guess what? Springfield did it, and I'm a huge fan, and I'm Sebastian Gorka. The Hellcat from Springfield Armory is still the smallest, highest capacity micro compact in the world. Available in standard or optics ready configurations, the class leading capacity of the Hellcat gives you 11 plus 1 with the standard magazine and 13 plus 1 with the included extended mag. The definitive concealed carry pistol is here. The Hellcat from Springfield Armory gives you the capacity to defend. Dear friends, have you finished your Christmas purchases? Do you need stocking stuffers? There's one place that has hundreds, literally more than 200 items made in America for patriots like you. It is, of course, Mike Lindell's My Pillow Company. He's not just the inventor of the pillow that never gets hot, never loses shape, celebrating 20 years in business. He's got a whole slew of items at MyPillow.com. And right now, if you use my promo code, not only will you get up to 66% uh, off just for you because you're listening to my show. You'll get free shipping for your Christmas order. It doesn't matter how. You can order a 1,000 things. You'll still get free shipping thanks to Michael Lindell because you're a listener of the show. Support an American company. Don't buy that absolute garbage, the Chinese tat on Amazon. And how about calling them up and talking to a human being? Yeah, how nice is that? 800-829-8468-MyPillow.com. That's 800-829-8468-MyPillow.com. But you've got to use the promo code G-O-R-K-A. Now, Ilan, you're always um, surprising me. You're always coming up with uh, new aspects about yourself that uh, I want to applaud. Uh, recently, you've gone be beyond standing up for manhood, uh, making amazing watches. I didn't even know you were Jewish. You came out and very vocally talked about what's happened in the last seven weeks in uh, the Middle East, and more disturbingly, what's happening here in America. In, in analyzing what it means to be a man... I found one of the most important aspects or characteristics is the idea that it is our duty to protect the vulnerable. Uh, as Jordan Peterson says, uh, all men have to be dangerous. You have to be dangerous. You have to know how to control it, but there are times when you have to be able to use it, most importantly, to protect the vulnerable, women, children, or the unborn. Was that part of your stance with regards to what Hamas did, the slaughter of the innocents on October 7th? What, what made you suddenly start talking out about that as well? I mean, my instinct after that was actually to go to Israel and fight, if, if anything. Uh, I'm just not able to. Uh, my cousins actually are in Israel. Uh, some of them had to go into Gaza. And so I said I need to do something 
to help make a difference. And they told me, so I was going to go fight and then I was going to go volunteer. I'm a, a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I've taught knife fighting. I've taught people in the military. I've taught law enforcement. I'm a great martial artist. So I thought maybe I'll go there. I'll run some seminars. And they said, no, make content. The world needs content right now because this is a propaganda war just as much as it is a ground war. And we've learned that. We've really learned that in this war, just how much propaganda is actually going around. And so uh, that was my way of contributing. I treated it as if it was my job, as if I had been enlisted in the military and they said, this is your job now to make videos every day. That's your fight. And so I treated it as my fight. But you're absolutely right that men need to be capable, men need to be strong, and we need to be willing to put it on the line when it matters. You know, I, I'm, I just found out I'm like 6% Jewish a couple of months ago. Um, I, I knew a, a anti-Semitism is, is rife amongst the, the idiot classes, the chattering classes, the, the millennials. As somebody who's proud of his Jewish heritage, how, how horrified are you? When, when we saw last week the president of UPenn, of Harvard, of MIT, uh, incapable in front of Congress under sworn testimony to say, calling for the genocide of the Jews on our campus, we're not going to stop that. Uh, yeah. you're, you're, I, are you surprised? I wish I was surprised. I mean, part of me is surprised, but I really believe we're in the twilight zone at this point. I think there is, and you know what? I hate to say it, but the, the liberal Jews have contributed to the situation we're in by supporting these organizations so heavily for so many years. And the truth is we as Jews need to take it upon ourselves to support the people who support us. That's just the reality. And we've allowed things to get to this point yeah. because we saw it with Black Lives Matter. We saw it with different groups along the way, just how much hatred there was in leftist organizations toward Jews. And there wasn't enough vocal outrage against it. We didn't stand our ground. And so am I surprised that we're here? There's tremendous, tremendous anti-Semitism in the left. I've been saying it for years. I don't know how people didn't realize it. It was so in your face, so blatantly obvious. And now they're just so empowered that they're coming out and saying it. Yeah. They're saying it in the most brutal, honest ways. But it's been there. It's been seething. You, you saw it in every single event that they had an opportunity to put down Jews. They've continued to do so for decades now. So, uh, uh, I mean, it's, uh, it's you think people are waking up? I really do. I think when you see guys like Mac, uh, Mike Rappaport, who is historically <laughs> a leftist Jew, come out and say he's going to vote for Trump. You see Amy Schumer talking about how she's done with, with the left and everything that they're, they're preaching. I mean, there's a tremendous response. Deborah Messing is very vocal right now. Yeah. There's a lot of people who are in Hollywood, not just left-leaning Jews. These are Hollywood Jews, which are the most left-leaning, the most scared to speak up about these things, are very vocal right now. Uh, and again, I just if I could give any message to Jews, it's not just to be aware of who you're against, but to be aware of who supports you. There's tremendous right. support from the Christian community, and we don't say thank you enough. So thank you to anyone watching from the Christian community who's been standing up for us and putting themselves on the line for us, too. It means the world. It's a great message. We're talking to the founder, the CEO of Eggard Watches. This is the Manhood Hour coming to you from the ReliefFactor.com studios. How about this for a Christmas gift? We're trying to help you here. Uh, if you have somebody around you who suffers from daily pain, who's tried everything and failed to find relief, that was my mother for more than 20 years, and it was hard to watch. Relief Factor didn't exist back then. If it did, I would have bought it for her. This product, 100% drug-free, is liberating more than a million people from their daily pain across America, me included. If you know somebody who's in that situation, how about liberating them? Find out today if it could work for them by ordering the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com. It just costs $19.95, which translates over three weeks to less than a dollar a day. Really, what have you got to lose? Nothing except the pain. Do yourself a favor. Do them a favor. Call right now. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF or go to relieffactor.com. You deserve to find out if you or they could be the next Relief Factor success story. 1-800-473-5433. relieffactor.com. relieffactor.com. My pillow is excited to bring you their biggest bedding sale ever, and just in time for Christmas. For a limited time, get the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as twenty nine ninety eight. Pillowcases for only nine ninety eight, and rejuvenate your bed with a My Pillow mattress topper for as low as ninety nine ninety nine. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. They even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, and so much more. All with deals that are happening 
now. They are also extending their money-back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st, 2024, making them the perfect gift for your friends, your family, and everyone you know. So go to MyPillow.com and use promo code GORKA or call 800-829-8468 and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98 and get all your shopping done now while quantities last. We could make this show just a collection of some of the uh, content that our guest has provided for us in uh, recent years, but that would be a little bit weird because it's a conversation. We love the long form. Here's one more clip from our guest, Ilan Surlovich, on um, what matters in life. At the moment I saw you for the first time, I knew. I knew it was game over. I would love you forever. I knew I would stand by your side no matter what. I knew that I would give up everything to make your life better. I knew that every moment of pain for you would be a moment of pain for me. I knew I would be your guide, your example your standard in this world for what it means to be a man. See, but what I didn't know was just how much this world would test us. I didn't know how strong you were. I didn't know how I needed you just as much as you needed me. I didn't know how much better you would make me. good, the bad, there's nothing I would change if it meant you weren't my son, and all I want in this world is for a piece of me to carry on with you. Thank you. Ilan, for making that and for for all of your videos, it it seems maybe obvious, but I think we have to say it. How many of the the plagues that we suffer from as a society, as a civilization, whether it's crime, whether it's suicide, whether it's depression, how many of them would almost fully melt away if, if the role of the father and intact family households were venerated and celebrated once more. Yeah, it would make a tremendous difference. And we know that. We know that based on statistics. We've seen it. We've, we've seen how since the rate of fatherhood in virtually every community has uh, declined tremendously. It went from the 60s to now, I believe, in, in the black community, it went from 25% fatherless homes to 70, 75%. In the white community, it went from 5% to 25%, just climbing tremendously in that community. So it's not, it's not a race-specific thing. It's not a culture-specific thing. It's an, it's an issue in our society right now where we're not celebrating fatherhood. We're not giving men the opportunity to look up to being fathers. And it's, it's created this massive decay, which is resulting in higher criminality, higher suicide rates higher rates of depression, healthy masculinity. There's not enough masculinity in homes. That's the irony here. People yeah. always say, you know, ma- masculinity is bad. There's too much. No, there's not enough. That's proven. That's proven based on scientific studies. So we, we discussed why you created your company and how it was a testament or a tribute to your father. I, I want to ask you, you said he had a tough childhood. He stood by you at all times. I'd love to ask our guests on the Manhood Hour, give us some of the adjectives, the descriptors of the values he had that you think are non-negotiable for fathers today or, or just for, for real men. The, the virtues that have been around for eternity, yeah. the, the archetype male virtues are exactly what my father had. He was strong. He was a provider. Uh, he stood by me, but he never let me feel bad for myself. I know these aren't adjectives. I'm kind of just ranting. No, 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 no this is good. It's good. It's good. Tremendously courageous, my dad. And you know, you know what he had most of all has most of all. He's not gone, but he has most of all is that he's selfless. 
he's truly selfless in, in the most healthy way because he won't compromise himself. He won't be weak, but he will give instead of taking. And so that's a, a tremendous, tremendous thing to see in someone growing up. And it, it helps your heart when you see that as an example. That, that one sentence is so packed because you said tremendously selfless, but not in a way that undermines him or makes him look weak. Could you expand on that? Because that, that really is the fine line. Because you want to serve others, but you don't want to be, um, we say in Hungarian, a popuch. You don't want to be a slipper. You want, don't want to be some, something that people, you know, a doormat people walk over. So isn't that the real key, getting that balance right? I would almost say that sometimes being truly selfless has not, it has nothing to do with tolerance. It has nothing to do with compromising your values. It's the opposite. It's standing up to your values in the highest way possible, even when it means sacrificing things. That's what being selfless is. So if you have to hurt somebody's relationship with you because you're doing the right thing, I mean, that's the example. That's where I learned it. That's why I'm able to do these videos. Uh, I'm not saying I'm selfless in doing these videos, but my, my dad truly does encapsulate that. And so... Yeah, it's not weakness. It's standing up to your values in the highest way possible, even when it means giving something up for yourself. That's true selflessness. Are you are you long or short on our society when when you look at what they've done? You look at you're absolutely right. Well, let's look at the black population. Twenty percent of children were born out of wedlock seventy years ago. Now it's seventy percent that are born out of wedlock. Uh, are you optimistic, Ilan, or pessimistic? You know, uh, it's a tough question. I think that if we don't start speaking up, we're at a breaking point. We have to ask ourselves why these narratives are pushed so strongly into society. That's the real question. Why do people want to divide us? Why do they want to put fear? Why do they want to decay masculinity? Why do they want to get rid of gender? I mean, there's, there are actual psychogenic epidemics. This is something I've been researching yes. going on in society. Today. The question is why? Why are they doing this? So am I optimistic? Yeah, because I believe the human spirit, I believe the American spirit is truly unbreakable. And so I know that we will come together and we will we'll beat the kind of narratives we see happening now. But it, it will require us speaking up. It will require sacrifice. And so I hope we get to that point before it gets too bad. That's an amazingly important point. These psychoge psychogenic uh, pandemics, uh, for example, the uh, you know, 4,000 increase in, in transgender identification amongst children. Uh, Miriam Grossman, who we've had on the show several times, is, is a superb expert uh, on that issue. Lost in uh, Trans Nation is her recent book. We're talking to Ilan Serlovich, Egard Watches, EgardWatches.com. Follow him at Serlovich on social media. That's at S-R-U. L-O-V-I-C-Z. This is America First, the manhood hour, coming to you from the ReFactor.com studios. Relief Factor, it's real. It works. It is liberating over a million Americans across this nation right now, me included. But it's not just me. It's people like Gary from California. Just listen to Gary's story. I cannot thank you enough. I'm 62 years old and have just started taking Relief Factor. I have never felt better and will recommend it to all my baby boomer friends. That should be you. Find out today. It's super easy. Order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do, and I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you, like it works for Gary, me, and a million of your fellow Americans. Call today, 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF or relieffactor.com. That's 1-800-473-5433, relieffactor.com. You're, uh, you're the perfect guest because uh, you have a, a foot in so many different camps, uh, Ilan, because we can talk about – we didn't even have to talk about it. We didn't talk about your life in Hollywood, but we could have done that. Yeah. Uh, we can talk about watches. We can talk about manhood. We can talk about your Jewish heritage. That is rather unusual. That is a renaissance guest if ever we had one. We've only got a couple of minutes left. Uh, I like to kind of call out my guests to give a message to others in the last couple of minutes uh, of the show. As somebody who's come out proudly concerning his Jewish heritage after what we uh, witnessed in the Middle East, literally the slaughter of the innocents, the biggest uh, death toll of Jews since the show, since the Holocaust, would you send a message right now? We've got three and a half million people listening on radio alone all over the country from California to Texas to New York, you name it. 
What message would you send to those people you mentioned earlier, the secular Jews of America who may have been on the wrong side for the last 20, 30, 40 years when it comes to Israel? What would you say to them, Ilan? I'd say very much what I've been trying to tell them for years is to look at the people who are speaking against them and to look at the people who are speaking up for them and to really start using whatever power they have to start supporting the groups that support them and to start boycotting the groups that don't, because that's exactly what they've been doing to us. And it's it's a very powerful tool. And to really wake up to the narratives that are going on in the world. Don't ignore them. When people show you who they are, believe them. That's the most important quote I've ever heard in my life. It's more relevant now than ever before. So I really hope Jews listening are able to put their kind of political loyalty aside and say this is something bigger than that. Yeah. And again, not be scared to speak up. So many Jews are scared to speak up nowadays. So I would tell them, you can speak up. You'll be okay. You have to. Don't hide who you are. And don't be ashamed of it. Yeah, I think it was Simon Wiesenthal, the great Nazi hunter, but others have said it. When a group of people repeatedly say they want to kill you, sooner or later, you should take them seriously. Uh, if you uh, understand what Ilan is talking about, if you stand with the most philo-Semitic president since the reestablishment of Israel, God bless you have made this the most popular item on our website. It is the iconic photograph of President Trump at the Temple Wall in Jerusalem, the only president to ever go there as president. We put it on a T-shirt, on a mug with a very simple phrase in English and Hebrew, our fight. Why? Because it is our fight. We are a Judeo-Christian civilization, and there are those who wish to destroy us, and Hamas are amongst them. Get yours today at sebgorkastore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A store.com. Lots of additional ideas for you. Sadly, my first book, Defeating Jihad, the one that propelled me to the White House, is now more relevant than ever. If you want to understand the civilizational war we are in, it is also available at sebgorkastore.com. You've been listening to the Manhood Hour. Check out Egard watches.com. It's a testament to, um, well, the relationship between a son and a father, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Keep your head on a swivel. Watch your sex. Hold the line. Never give up. Never give in. And stay frosty. Our father's brought forth upon this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you, the rest of the world hears you, and the people... America First with Sebastian Gorka. Fantastic award. We appreciate it very much. And uh, it's good to have everybody at Mar-a-Lago. I didn't want to have any trouble finding the stairs like Joe Biden. Get <laughs> the other night, they had three sets of stairs. No matter where you went, there were stairs, and he couldn't find them. And he's supposed to get us out of a nuclear problem? I don't think so. We've never had more danger than we have right now, frankly, as a country. But uh, we have very good poll numbers, I guess you've been watching, through the roof. We have the weaponization of government like we've never had. Oh, Sebastian, you think, what is this guy? I have a feeling he may be in the administration with us. Does everyone know Sebastian? We're ready, sir, we're ready. Nice to be tall, isn't it? It's great. I see this guy. But I have won 6'9", so he beat you. 6'9", do you believe that one? 
Anyway, thank you, Sebastian. He's been incredible. He's been an incredible voice, a very important voice. Who's six nine? That's Baron Trump. Of course, no, seriously, six foot nine. That was President Trump on Friday. Instead of being here, my favorite place to be with you guys, I had to be at Mar-a-Lago for the Mums for America Gala, where I got a little prize. But the most exciting prize was hearing the president and getting. <clears throat> Eight shout-outs from the boss. I'm not going to play the full 50-minute speech in which uh, he gave us multiple shout-outs, but it was great to see him. He is so on fire. Uh, he actually shared with us his plan, never before announced, about indemnifying police authorities across America so they can take back rest control of those Democrat cesspits and crime havens that we have seen grow under the defund the police movement. Uh, we'll be playing some more clips from his his appearance at the what is it eric the new york young republicans is that right this weekend it was their 111th annual gala of the new york young republicans club yeah he looked very natty in his tuxedo and his black tie we'll share those with you but uh, welcome happy monday we have an incredible show for you today the manhood hour in the third hour vivek ramaswamy uh, john solomon and so much more but first <clears throat> what's it going to be about What's 2024 going to be about? A man who failed miserably in his job, only lasted a couple of Scaramucci's, only lasted about nine months. Kevin, Why does Kevin McCarthy think that he can lecture us on what it will take to win back America? But he thinks he knows, and he goes on CBS to lecture President Trump. Let's listen to the failed Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, cut 11. This is, what I tell, this is what I tell President Trump to. What President Trump needs to do in this campaign, it needs to be about rebuilding, restoring, renewing America. It can't be about revenge. He's talking about retribution day yeah. in, day out. He needs to stop that. He needs to stop that. You think he's going to listen to you saying, stop that, stop that? Well, he hasn't listened to anybody before. That's not true. He will... Adapt when he gets all the facts. <laughs> what arrogance. He will adapt when he gets all the facts. Well, did you have the facts when you lost a speaker? Jeff, where, where does Kevin McCarthy get off lecturing the president after he lasted nine months as speaker? I think he's really uh, adapting to his new role as a lobbyist, which is we know exactly what he's going to be in a couple months. You think he's going to get a gig as a you know, CNN contributor? Uh, I don't think he'll go that way. But he'll just be collecting the big bucks behind the scene as a lobbyist? Yeah, and unfortunately, I don't think we'll be seeing him very much anymore. We will or we won't? We won't. Oh, okay, good. Oh, good. On the flip side, there are colleagues of mine, even on this radio network, who give platforms to the likes of Tim Alberta, who isn't a rhino like Kevin McCarthy, but... Um, very much cut from the same cloth. Tim Alberta was on Hugh Hewitt recently, and he peddled his attacks actually against members of our radio team and afterwards went on MSNBC. This is what we're really up against. Listen to The Atlantic's Tim Alberta and the left's narrative, how they're couching 2024 cut eight. It's not coincidental, actually, that we hear Trump more and more mm -hmm. deploying that very rhetoric on the campaign trail, talking about how he will protect Christians, how he will protect the church, how Christians will have power with him in office. And, you know, what began as a transactional relationship, uh, he was going to give them policies they wanted and they were going to give him their votes. And that was it. Uh, it's, it's turned into something else. And I think even though he's not one of them, I would argue that in some way that is his superpower because he is able to fight fire with fire. Mm -hmm. He's able to uh, sort of cast aside Christian virtue. He is unbound from the biblical etiquette that they themselves hold dear. And he's willing to fight in ways that no good Christian would. And as crazy as that sounds, I think that that is his greatest appeal to these people. That one clip. I have to rein myself in here. That makes me really furious. He's unbound by Christian virtue. What, like you are? 
the secular, 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 godless left? You're the Christians? How dare you? How dare you bring judgment against anyone who actually... How about just two things? You pathetic excuse of a man. How about the fact that President Trump was the only chief executive in 23 years to keep the promise of moving the American embassy to Jerusalem and recognizing that city as the capital of Israel. Clinton promised it 23 years prior. George Bush broke that promise, and so did Obama. But they're the Christians? You're the Christian? Tim Alberta? He, he's not living by Christian virtue, but you're on the side of 800,000 babies being dissected in the womb and vacuumed out? That's the Christian virtue? But the man who appointed three Supreme Court Associate Justices, who brought something that I, as a cradle Catholic, thought would never happen in my lifetime, the rescinding, the jettisoning into the garbage, that piece of trash that was Roe v. Wade, and thus already saving the lives of more than 60,000 unborn babies. That man isn't following Christian virtue, but you are with your donations to Planned Parenthood? This is a dark, dark time. As my friend and my Salem colleague says, whatever the left is accusing you of doing, they are in fact guilty of. They are the ones who wouldn't know Christian virtue if it smacked them on the nose. They are the ones who deny God, who deny the reality of a risen Jesus. They are the ones who are fine with euthanasia, with abortion, and with transgender mutilation of children. It's a very simple choice. It's not... Republican versus Democrat, or Trump versus Biden. It is truly, whatever you think, Kevin McCarthy, the choice between good and evil. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. Next up, Vivek Ramaswamy. Afterwards, your calls on 833-33-GORKA. That's 833-334-6752. Make sure you are following us on all the social media platforms and podcast channels, including the Salem Podcast Channel, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whichever you prefer. Just plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. Leave a five-star review. Share the links with your friends. And if you want the good guys to win... Get the Trump 2024 bundle for Christmas, the yard sign, the mug with his booking photograph, and the I stand with 45 flag at sebgorkastore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A store.com. Yeah.